You're listening to a podcast from Reality Honolulu. For more information or ways to get involved in the life of the church, visit realityhonolulu.com. Thanks for listening. Aloha and welcome, Reality Ohana. So, so miss you. It sure has been quite a while since we are all together in one place, Um, but just super thankful once again that we're able to do this, that I'm able to be in your homes, in your living rooms, in your cars, on your phones, tablets, wherever I am, you watching this. Um, And as difficult as this season has been, and the adjustment and the changes uh, for us and as a church, uh, pretty much to turn almost completely online until we can do things safely, um, even as difficult as that's been. As a pastor, kind of kind of hearing a bit in pieces and from all of you having a bird's eye view, and then obviously for some of you getting to know you even more or more in depth, um, even though it's hard despite it all, God is doing some pretty incredible things. I know it might not feel that way, but as a church, God is taking us places and confronting things and dealing with stuff and allowing you to be ministered to and allowing you to be used in ways that you never were before. And what this has done, this online season, is that we're be able to reach far more people outside the church than ever before. Um, need to be reminded of the good things that are happening because we can get swallowed up with all that's wrong right now. And for those watching that we never got to be with you in person and that you've only joined us this digital season, we're just really thankful for that. We're so glad that you're here. And um, we do take that as something the Lord is doing. And um, even in the midst of all this, he's doing stuff like that. And we're so stoked and grateful that you, uh, that the Lord has brought you here today and to be a part of Reality Ohana. Uh, and uh, we're going to look at this more today. But before that, since we are in a season of not gathering in person and primarily doing things online, we want to make sure that you are as plugged in online to everything we're doing as a church as possible. And I understand that most of your life personally is probably that way, but I want to um, kind of stress the importance uh, of being connected digitally to your family. Like if you call this home, if you call Reality Honolulu your home church, and um, we want to make sure you feel connected and plugged in and aware of stuff going on. And so uh, there's, been, there's several ways you can do that. Um, you can subscribe to our weekly email newsletter. You can go on the website and find that. Uh, we send out kind of an update and links to the sermons and kind of links to everything going on. Uh, also, social media right? Everything going on. We got Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and YouTube. We're all there. And also you can find all this and more at realityhonolulu.com. We want to make sure you're plugged in as much as possible. Uh, um, One more note. That said, to all our parents, um, I feel you. And I've been thinking about you and praying about you a lot because I myself have a four-year-old and a seven-year-old. And this is a really trying time right, with distance learning and decisions and how do we do all this? We both work or we're single parents. Like there's so much and I I, um, I understand this is really hard and in an attempt to help you guys and help us as parents to encourage us and equip us, I want to give a huge shout out 
and mahalo to Desiree, our kids' church minister. Um, her and her team have done an incredible job for us this whole COVID season and before that at Leolani. Um, but this season, they put out weekly lessons, uh, worship for our kids, read-alongs, all things that our, our cakey need. And uh, if you aren't aware of that or you've, you, you've been missing out because it's pretty incredible. And so we have a full kind of page on the website. Uh, if you go to resources, um, there's, a, there's a whole page of cakey resources dedicated to that. And just recently, Des has adjusted and um, highlighted resources to equip us parents to help shepherd and care for our kids. And it's amazing. And she's posting it all on the website there. And uh, so please go check that out. We as a church want to come alongside what God is doing in your family and in your kids and help to shepherd and care for them as well. Uh, we are a family church. And so we want to make sure you're aware of those resources, um, YouTube videos and, and all kinds of stuff, not only for kids, but for parents. And so um, thank you, Des. We love you. And uh, we're so grateful for you. Go check it out. But let's go ahead and pray for our time in the Word of God. God, thank you. Thank you that you are present with us. Thank you that, thank you that despite the world around us constantly changing and the adjustments that we have to make, that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that the word we have in front of us, your word, is everlasting. It's immovable and it's trustworthy in the midst of any storm. As always, God, direct and anoint and lead our time together um, as a church family spread around in our homes. Have your way. Your will be done um, on earth as it is in heaven. Pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, as you know, well, if you know anything about how we go about our Sundays is um, when, when it comes to the Word of God and the studying of the Word of God is that we normally, as a church, pray on and ask God as to what book he would have us study. And once we feel like we know that, then we, being led by the Holy Spirit, we jump in and study that book chapter by chapter, verse by verse, until we're done with it, right? Covering it all, tackling the hard stuff, and allowing God's word to lead and minister to us, right? As a church over the past two and a half or so years, almost three years old. Uh, we are as a church. We've studied, you know, Mark and Exodus and Philippians, and now we're in the book of Acts. And on that note, we love doing that. We love getting in the Word of God and systematically working through it. But also, we want to be a church that is led by the Spirit, right? And that there's room to adapt and change what we're in each Sunday as God would have us. And we did this last week, right? If you were with, with us, I felt like the Holy Spirit was prompting me and us to dig into what it meant for us to be citizens of heaven in the midst of a really politically charged time. And, you know, I was planning uh, to jump back into Acts, Acts chapter 10, but once again, with what we're experiencing here in Hawaii, even this week, especially on Oahu. After I felt, um, after, after praying, I felt led to address how to view 
how we may view uh, living in restrictions and remind us of who God is in the midst of our present circumstances. And, and so much uh, was prompted by not only myself feeling it, right? Feeling the weight of kind of moving backward, it feels like, or, you know, restrictions coming back, or is lockdown coming again? And, um, and also, I'm just feeling all that comes with it for all of us, like as a community, um, with jobs, with families, with school, and just Oahu as a whole. And just feeling it and praying and just feeling like the Lord wants to meet us, like, because we're in it. Um, here on Oahu, in the Act Now Honolulu order, this week at this time, and we all know very well, like, how long this season has been, right? And we all know um, how, how well Hawaii's been doing, like, in the past, and you know, a surge like this, like these last 10 weeks, or excuse me, 10 days, or the last two weeks with COVID cases, like I mean, seeing so many cases day after day, and with that, a return to more restrictions um, is really a hit for morale. I mean, I know it is for me, I, I, I know it is, I think, just as for us as a community as a whole, and it comes with a bunch of emotions, right? Ranging from fear to worry to stress to uncertainty, or maybe anger or frustration, or, you know, like, like a lot, uh, I'm sure, is going through you right now as we speak, even just thinking about the restrictions and what it can and can't do and kind of how long is it going to go for, is it going to happen again, and what's going to happen. And, um, and it's, it's largely because I think it's been, obviously, a really long five or so months. And now as we look forward, there's this prolonged hardship. And again, I do believe the health of our island home, and especially of our aunties and our uncles, is and should be our highest priority. But, again, that still doesn't change, and I don't want to diminish the fact of how many of us feel. Right, with these restrictions. I kind of want to camp out on that and address it. And don't push it to the side. And don't dwell on it too much. And like, know that the health and safety of Hawaii is of our utmost importance. But I, I don't want us to, 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 to miss how we may f be feeling right now. And to be honest, when, when we feel restricted, like in any way, we've had kind of, it feels like a lot of that in the last five months, right? We've not been able to do things that we normally have been able to do. Restriction. When we feel restricted, natu naturally what comes is a limit to the things we can do, right? Restrictions can feel very limiting. But if we aren't careful, this is where I want to go, so listen up. If we aren't careful, this type of thinking can trickle into and affect the way we actually view church and even God himself, right? So if, if we look at these earthly restrictions that limit us from doing things, if we're not careful and we use that same logic and we adapt it to the church or how we do church or even to the Lord's character, if we're not careful, we're going to we're going to think the same. And let, let me, let me, let me kind of unpack that. 
So if we're not careful, we can, the natural train of thought would be because we're pretty much an online church, right, and community now with tons of restrictions, um, different from when we used to meet. Well, isn't that limiting? Doesn't the restrictions now limit the work of the Lord that the Lord wants to do or, or is, is, is it affected negatively, right? Because we're restricted, is the Lord's work negatively affected or limited? And as a pastor, especially right now, I think and I pray about this often for us, we're not meeting. This is like the 25th online church. Like, I think, was that next week? 26 weeks? That's half a year. So, so I'm, I'm very aware and I'm mindful and I'm prayerful of like, does this and not what we used to do, is that limiting God? Is that negatively taking away what he wants to do? And especially as time goes on, this becomes more of a pressing thing that fills my head and prayer times as a pastor. And this week, as I was praying about that and dwelling on that and just coming up to a half a year, right? We've only been a church for a little less than three years. So a lot of our life right now has been through the camera lens. Um, this week, I'm reminded as I'm praying, as I'm dwelling that despite restrictions, despite the restrictions we feel uh, and the limits that come from them, that God is not affected by these at all. God is not affected or limited by what is happening right now. And the truth that I want us to implant, and I pray that it would just be like written on the tablet of our hearts, Right, the psalmist refers to that. That, that. that we would be reminded of as we're feeling the way, as we're thinking the way we are. The truth that I want us to implant and write on the tablet of our heart is that God is not restricted. God is not limited by any of this or anything that has been or will come. Can I get an amen? I know some of you said it, but I didn't hear it, so I want to make sure you said it. This is true. And I know that many of us intellectually know that. We say that. Of course. Of course God isn't affected right now. But this very thing is being put to the test. Do we believe that despite our current circumstances, that God is still very much at work in us and through us? Do we believe that? Do we believe that God is bigger, that he exists above and over and apart from all that is happening? Do we believe that? And my hope today, church, is that God would encourage us. And even though we're in this act now, Honolulu order, and the subsequent discouraging feelings that come, my hope is, is that our morale would be boosted, that our heads would be lifted, and we would wholeheartedly remember who our God is, who we follow, who we obey. See, our God, 
the creator God of the Bible that we've put our hope in, the one who sent his son Jesus to die for the sins of the world, we have to remember that that God is all-powerful. We have to remember that our God is all-knowing, and we have to remember that the God of the Bible who we serve is forever present with his people regardless of our circumstance and regardless of our restrictions. Our God is omnipotent, he's omniscient, and he's omnipresent. He's all-powerful, he's all-knowing, and he's present everywhere. And we know these truths. We know this by what God's word directly tells us about God's character and by the way in which we see over the course of the biblical narrative from beginning to end, especially when he interacts with his people. God is all-powerful, God is all-knowing, and God is ever-present. There is not an instant, instance or a case that that is not true. And if you know anything about church history, right, since the canon of Scripture was closed, since Scripture that we have in front of us was written, right, church history over the last 2,000 years, in the midst of a whole lot worse, right, think about it. Like, let's just think about the last 2,000 years of world history in the midst of wars and kingdoms overtaking kingdoms and genocide and the Great Depression and plagues. And I mean, think of it all. In the midst of all of that, God has still been God and He's still always sat on the throne. Can I get an amen? God has still been in control. He's still been faithful and in the midst of some very dark times over the course of human history, God has always been with his people and he's shown his people that he is not restricted or limited by anything that has come in the entirety of human history. Like, let's think about that. Allow that to permeate our minds and our beings. When we hear about these restrictions, when we can't do this, and when we feel these certain emotions, remember that God meets his people. God moves. And God is ever-present and all-powerful and all-knowing in situations just like this. If there is ever a time that we as a people... God's people, Christ followers, Christians. If there's ever a time we need to have a grand view of who God is, it's now. Like, we, we shouldn't, we shouldn't, we really need to throw aside this idea that somehow, because we can't meet at church or live life in the same way, that somehow God isn't working. Like, we need to throw that on the side. That's not true. That's going to mess with us, and that's going to really discourage you. You're going to miss out on what God has if you believe that. Like, if we believe that somehow that God isn't working at the same level or somehow God is restricted, then we're going to get in trouble. Because church, hear this, he is not. He's not restricted. He's not limited. He is at work, and he's doing things. 
God wants to move in our hearts now, and he has been. He wants to use you in the life of other people, and he has been. He's doing really incredible things, and quite honestly, he wouldn't have. This, this stuff wouldn't have happened if we weren't living in 2020 during COVID. And as hard as it is, I hope that you've been able to see that or experience that yourself. If you haven't, I want you to be encouraged that it is happening and God does want to move in your heart and use you where you're at despite your circumstances. And I believe the Lord has and is and wants to use all this bad and ugly, um, this, 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 this feeling of being alone, restrictions, um, this, this increase with time with your family, uh, I mean, the good, the bad, and the ugly, all that this season has. I believe that God wants to meet us there and he wants to use us in the midst of these hard times. He wants to grow us, he wants to use us, and he wants to meet us. Church, God is not on pause. God isn't on pause. He isn't waiting for when we can get back to all being together. And he isn't a part of this act now Honolulu order. It doesn't apply to him. See, his character, his ability, and especially his will is not affected during this season. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews 13.8, there is no shadow in his turning, James 1.17, and that is because he is all-powerful. He's all-knowing. He's always present, and he's with us. God is not restricted. And if you don't believe me for what's happening in our midst, in our church, and if you're still worried that in some way God isn't working or he isn't able, let's take a look at his word. In the darkest valley, God is not restricted. David tells us this in Psalm 23. On the mountaintop, God is not restricted. He spoke to Moses. He gave him the law, and he reminds him of his character. We see this in Exodus 34. When the storm comes, God is not restricted. Jesus is the one who stilled the wind and the waves. When a sea is in front of you blocking your way, God is not restricted. This is the story of the Israelites in the Red Sea in Exodus chapter 13. When you've been waiting for something for 40 years and a river is blocking you, God is not restricted. This was Joshua and the children of Israel after they had wandered the wilderness for 40 years and the promised land was just over the river. And God dried up the Jordan. When you go hungry, and your family is hungry, and your neighbors are hungry, God is not restricted. Jesus fed the 5,000 and the 4,000 multiple times in the gospel. When you're hurting, when you're all alone, when you're outcast by society, God is not restricted. We see this with the healing of the leper. Just read it, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. When you've made mistakes and your reputation is junk and people view you a certain way, God is not restricted. We saw this in John chapter 4 when Jesus went after and talked with the, the Samaritan woman at the well. 
when the church is under heavy persecution, when they're scattered and will never look the same, God is not restricted. We see that in Acts chapter 8 and throughout the book of Acts. God is working powerfully in a scattered church. And even when the grave has taken us, God is not restricted. Even then, we share in Christ's resurrection from the dead. This is the gospel. This is the good news of Jesus Christ. Church, for us here in Hawaii, even when we are in the thick of COVID with many restrictions and earthly limitations, God is not restricted. Do you see this? Can I get an amen? Church, I want to exhort us. I want to encourage us to have a huge view of who God is right now. We have to, or we'll get consumed by all of this. Right? Instead of thinking that God isn't able to, or, 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 or you know, he's waiting to do things, we need to have the understanding that God wants to work in our life, in our family, in our friends, and use us right now. In the midst of feeling really restricted, God wants to like move radically. He is, he wants to, and there's so much that he desires to do in each of us and through us, so that Hawaii would know Jesus. That the way in which we act, and the way in which we love others, and the way in which we speak, our hope that we have, that others would see it and come to faith in Jesus Christ. My hope is that despite our earthly circumstances, that we would continue to practice having a heavenly mindset. That instead of pulling away, that we'd press into Christ. And where it'll start, a good place to start, is having a correct view of just how utterly amazing and how able and how powerful our God is. That he is not restricted and he's not limited, limited to work and move and meet us with anything this world can throw at us. As we enter this time of worship that we always have after the word of God, a time for us to respond to God, a time for us to, to commune with God and praise God and ask God things and to receive from him. As we enter this time of worship, I want to leave us with a section of scripture that comes from the prophet Isaiah. If you have a Bible, you can turn there or just write it down and come back later, but it's Isaiah chapter 40, verses 25 through 31. I'm going to leave us here and pray for our time of worship. It says this, verse 25 of Isaiah 40, to whom will you compare me? Who is my equal? Ask the Holy One. Look up at the heavens. Who created all the stars? He brings them out like an army, one after another, calling each of them by its name. Because of his great power and incomparable strength, not a single one is missing. O oh, Jacob, 
How can you say the Lord doesn't see your troubles? Oh, Israel, how can you say God ignores your rights? Have you never heard? Have you never understood? The Lord is an everlasting God, the creator of all the earth. He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youth will, be, youth will become weak and tired and young men will fall in exhaustion. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Let's pray. God, we thank you that we were reminded today of who you are of your unchanging greatness in character. God, would you flood our minds and our hearts with these truths and these promises, especially when we feel like the walls are closing in and when we're spiraling with our thoughts and emotions, when we're unsettled, when we're worried and scared and overwhelmed, would you meet us and remind us that you're bigger and you're better and you're able God, would you meet us where we're at? We need you. Even in this time of worship, fill our homes and the places that we're listening to this with your presence. Allow us to engage in worship despite it being different than we've grown up with or, or, or it used to be even a few months ago. Allow our homes and our cars and wherever we're watching this to be filled with your presence and you to get all the glory as we exalt your holy name. And remind us that you are on the move and you are working and that you are not restricted despite earthly restrictions. That you have always been God, you are God, and you will always be God. And we say that you are on the throne, King Jesus. Help us to live with that mindset and that attitude as we live amongst the world we live in. Pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.